what an emotional track. Rest in peace, Entate Johnny. That's Johnny Clegg for you here on uh, Sport Tracks. Yeah, what a song, hey? It's The Crossing. Now, we'll be crossing over to uh, Canon and the South Africa Disabled Golf Open that's been restructured. We welcome the well South African Disabled Golf Association Board of Directors, and this is the executive director that we welcome into the show, Craig Morgas. Welcome. Uh, exciting developments happening there at the Disabled Golf Open. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, we know with the global climate the way it is, with COVID-19, and uh, there has to be some restructure with regards to the Canon South Africa Disabled Golf Oven. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, originally, so for the last 20-odd years, we've had a FA Open, which is about attracts about 100-plus players, both locally and internationally, and into a, a once-a-year open event, which is sponsored by Canon. And when, with COVID complicating matters for us, it was obviously not in our best interest to have, you know, 100 people at a particular tournament for four days. So then we decided then to kind of break it up into almost manageable pieces, into a series, which consists of uh, four tournaments or four open series tournaments, which happens in the different regions in, in the country, which then allows you to almost come to a tournament, but similar which you come to a normal kind of golf day or a golf outing or whatever, uh, you know, whenever you play golf on a single day. And so we, we restructured it like that just so that, you know, we could continue with the participation and, and, and not compromise what, you know, the, the kind of COVID protocols and that um, that are in place. So when you say you've restructured it, t- tell us how have you restructured it and the effect that this will now have, whereas a one-day event will now be spread over a couple of days. Yeah, so it's now four events. So the, the it, it's four events first happening in, in Durban uh, in a week and a bit's time. Um, and then it comes to Cape Town, Joburg, and then Port Elizabeth, the Utenaig work, which is four events. So um, each of the, you know, you're allowed as a, as a South African disabled golf player to play in all four events. Um, and at the end of that, at the end of November, we've got a, um, a champion of champion events happening, which is then the winners of the four events or the top finishers in the four events would go through it to a champion of champion. And by that, we would then crown our uh, disabled open champion um, for the year. So it's, it's, it's quite quick on each other. So it starts from August and then finishes in November with four events around the country. Logistically, this must be something to put together. What were some of the challenges for you? So the biggest, the biggest challenge is, is, is obviously the participation. You know, we've by doing it in the regions, we've hoped, we've cut down, um, you know, the transportation needs as well as, 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 as kind of accommodation needs in terms of, of logistics. Because if we had it as one event, we'd have to almost have a bubble. Uh, a, a kind of COVID bubble that's been put in place so that the participants don't leave and stay in this bubble for the duration of the tournament and, you know, a couple of days on either end, which logistically is a nightmare. So so by doing it this way, you know, the guys been able to come in and out, like I said, like a normal day of golf. Uh, 
but then would be participating in a tournament which, which is over two days. So the logistics have been made easier. Um, you know, the protocols in terms of COVID are the golf courses protocols, uh, which is screening, um, temperatures, uh, sanitization and all of that, which is all the standard ones. Um, but we wouldn't have to kind of do testings every second day and, and, and all that type of thing, which, which, which we would have to do if this was one event. So logistically, it's a little bit easier. Um, there's, there's obviously less traveling and there's more, you know, encouraging more kind of players from this particular region to participate. Uh, because one, we know when it was in one place, you know, you'd have to travel to that place. It made it difficult for some to be able to, to participate. So, mm. uh, you know, we've been able to logistically wise to ease it up a bit um, by doing it this way. It sounds very easy, but I'm sure for if you're a disabled golfer to have to now go to four different venues, th- this is quite, you know, a challenge. Was that considered when you, when you put COVID above, you know, all of your, you know, plans? Um, it, it was considered. I mean, there's always, you know, what we've, you know, what we've also seen, you know, we've had one major every year in the past and there's always been a, a, a request to and kind of need to have more than one major tournament. We've got regional tournaments, but as major tournaments, we've had one. So this is, has been on the card. So, you know, the disabled players have been asking for this, you know, for kind of this type of thing anyway. So I think, you know, getting getting around the kind of traveling to the events uh, or the four events. Now, you don't have to participate in all four events. Mm. You still turn a chance, even if you participate in one, um, to getting through to the champion of champions, depending on how you finish there. So, you know, by participating in all four, uh, you know, you, you're giving yourself, you know, two or three other options to be able to score better. But if your good performance is at one of the events, you'd still be able to go to the champion and champion. So, you know, we're not we're not saying that everybody has to be mm-hmm. there. We're just making it, you know, obviously more accessible to everybody to be able to play in these tournaments and then kind of achieve and then get to a champion of champions by, you know, based on your performance. So it's, it's something that, us as as the disabled have been wanting is more events and and with the sponsorship and that and be able to spend the you know spread the sponsorship that we have because you know we can now pay for some of the accommodation we can now pay for some of the hosting fees there's no entry fees for the guys as in the past it facilitates the participation in the four events itself now the last time i checked you played really badly on fridays which means that you're you know your rounds of golf. What did you lose? Like on the six, uh, six on five, was that? <laughs> what, what, what? So <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a lose. It was a practice round, uh, and I have to justify it by practice. So practice, you know, testing your shots. So we played against our our first swing uh, professional player, uh, which is Ben. So. I challenged myself against it, but it was a practice time. So I wouldn't <laughs> say I played badly. <laughs> um, I was testing my shots. Let's just ah. put it like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see, you, I see you skirting around the issue. But nevertheless, <laughs> I, I've got another big question to ask you. It is Women's Month after all. What have you put in place as being the you know, executive director of SADGA for women in this kind of tournament? So the the event is is is, is not a, a gender based event. So it's open to all women. We've 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 got 
a few women that are entering the various in 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 the various um, uh, open seas around uh, you know in the fall. Uh, what we have put in place is we've got our first ring program, which which really is the kind of development basis through our schools and that, and that we've got quite a bit of you know young girls and and ladies coming through that program. So that that's been in place. So there isn't specifically anything. Uh, because we don't, you know, we don't see it as different. The, the entries are open to all, um, and we get quite a quite a few that have been attracted to come and play um, in these open series, as well as quite a few players from uh, international players that have that have shown interest to come over uh, and participate in the, you know, as ladies in these in, in these various tournaments. Well, I've got one more question before I let you go, um, Craig, and it's uh, with regards to the Disabled Golf Open itself. It's not well known. How are you putting it out there so that more people know about the tournament? So we've and we've got a you know a whole media program. We we we're very active in terms of of the socials, and there's a there's a build up. So in the next uh, couple of days, we'll see quite a big uh, media build up in terms of getting. You know, out there, what it is, who it is, and who we are, and what we are doing, and it's specifically for the Canon Open Series, what it's about going forward. We've got a, we've got our own media officer, which is, which will then put it out there in terms of, of, of the various media releases across the country, um, at the various regions, and then also nationally across the country. So there's quite a big kind of campaign behind this to get it out there. It's always been something we've tried for is just to get, uh, you know, that people understand this is happening. And, and you know, golf being the good equalizer, you know, there isn't a difference in most disability sports. The disability factors into it as the difference between, you know, the able-bodied sport and the disabled. Uh, whereas golf, it doesn't. Your golf handicap is the thing that equalizes everything. So Thank you. Thank you so much, you. Craig. We've run out of time.